You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here on Thursday for an eight-game main slate starting at 7.05. Uh, James, uh, we're, uh, this is what we call the sweet spot slate, right? Eight games. Uh, generally, we talk a lot about it for uh, the NBA for us, but... Uh, I think for, for baseball, player pools, exposure, uh, I'm definitely a fan of this slate size. Of course, it also depends on the day because sometimes pitching uh, isn't the best on some of these slates. But, uh, you know, there are some decent pitching options today. We just unfortunately once again have Coors Field on the slate. Yeah, this is definitely a good uh, number of games. I think eight games is a nice... I already said number. I'm just repeating myself here, John. Bad start. But uh, it could be less than that. We do have a lot of weather to uh, look at. I, I guess I shouldn't say a lot. But in the northeastern region, both of our two uh, favorite teams, and Red Sox and Yankees, both could have their games um, impacted by weather. So could be shortened um, by a game or two. But, yeah, of course, there has to be course. I, again, it's like this year – feels like course has been way more prevalent than like years past. I know obviously that's not true because there's an equal amount of home and away games, but golly, man, course every single slate. And John, our favorite pitcher in major league baseball pitching again in a must stack against spot. Yeah. Right. Your is going to throw a shot out against the Dodgers. So must stack against them, right? Have to, but the last time you faced them six and two thirds, one earned. Oh, I just... He's got a 3-1-3 ERA. I can't stand that this is <laughs> happening again. Um, he threw a yeah. six-inning shutout against San Diego. He held San yeah. Diego. These are home starts for him, right? Padres, home, six innings, two earned. Pa- uh, against the pit- against the, the Pirates, home, six shutout innings. He's like he, he's got four home appearances. He's got a 2-2-5 ERA. <sighs> Where's but yes, the Jose we're going to against him because it's eight games since the Dodgers. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he is def- defying what should be going on. Uh, so um, he's not my favorite. He's not my favorite value pitcher, though. We'll get to that. Let's go. To, let's go to the top. We'll start at the top. Yep. We'll go to the value afterwards. Um, Zach Wheeler against Pittsburgh's ten two. Uh, Wheeler dominant performance against Chicago, seven innings and an earn. Had a really rough start against Toronto, who hasn't outside of Adam Wainwright apparently. Um, but before that, back-to-back starts against St. Louis, shut them out in both games, 14 innings there uh, of shadow baseball. If there's one concern for Wheeler lately, it's been the strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Started off the year slow, had a really strong run of seven or more strikeouts and like six straight starts. Uh, and then now the last four starts, 5-5, five, 4-6. Five, uh, Pittsburgh is a team that you know certainly has strikeout uh, upside for Wheeler. Uh and he's clearly the top price pitcher on the slate for a reason. Uh, it's just whether or not you find yourself going there uh, on this slate. I know a lot of people are going to be attracted to Otani at under 9K, even in a matchup against Texas. Um, you know, so I think it's weird about where you're going to find yourself going. Are you going double spend up? So Otani Wheeler, are you going to go Otani value? Like, how are you approaching? Otani is definitely filling out one of your pitching slots if you're on two pitcher sites, especially in cash games. And I think on one pitcher sites, Otani's probably the guy for you. But I do like the spot Wheeler's in, considering how bad Pittsburgh, I mean, has been all year, yes. But during July, 
against right-handed pitching, 27th in OPS, 26th in WOBA, and uh, just a smidge below 27% K rate. Um, I know you talked about the K rate and the concern it's been for Wheeler, but I think if there's ever a spot we can get, you know, the eight strikeout game, the nine strikeout game, even a 10 strikeout game he showed already this year against Atlanta, I think this is the spot. So I'm definitely in on Wheeler. I'm definitely in on Otani. I'm definitely in on pairing the two as well. Um, if you're on DraftKings and you pair Otani Wheeler, you have $3,800. Um, you and I generally, I wouldn't, I, I guess this has changed a little bit, but you can punt catcher. Um, there's definitely going to be some cheap options. For whatever reason, Coors Field has been cheap for quite a while. Um, let's look through. There's some definite cheap options there as well um, uh, with some clear value. So, yeah, I think you can get away with going Wheeler-Otani if that's the uh, the pairing you want because I do think they're the two best spend-ups on the slate, but I don't think they're the only spend-up on the slate, John. All right, well, who's the other spend-up that you're looking at here? Um, I mean, if the weather in Boston stays decent and it looks like we're gonna get baseball in i'm actually not against using tristan mckenzie and we've talked about it and for a little bit and boston did have a good night offensively on um wednesday but cal quantrill and tristan mckenzie are definitely two different pitchers yeah Uh, mckenzie has allowed one earned run over his last four starts which have spanned 26 and two-thirds innings he has 27 strikeouts over that time. And during July, against right-handed pitching, Boston is 23rd in, OP- in OPS. They are 22nd in WOBA. Actually, 23rd in uh, WOBA as well. And they have a 26.7% K rate. Um, we've talked about it a lot. Like, Boston's hurt. They're banged up. Um, there's no Devers. There's no story. There's still no Kike. I know J.D. Martinez returned. Another 0 for last night. Uh, that's four straight games without I wonder a hit. how much longer they put him out there if they're trying to trade him, too. Right, right. Um, so I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that look at Tristan McKenzie at 9.9K on DraftKings and be like, yeah, that's where I want to go. But he has 40 fantasy point upside, which he just showed against Detroit. Am I expecting a eight scoreless inning, 12 strikeout game? No. But it's good to know it's in the bag, right? Um, Even if he goes seven scoreless like he did against the Yankees. I mean, that's not exactly an easy start. Uh, Seven strikeouts. So I think Tristan McKenzie's interesting for tournaments. Like in cash, I'm I'm definitely going Otani and Wheeler ahead of him. But uh, I think McKenzie makes for an interesting uh, GPP play just considering where Boston is offensively right now. Sure. I'm with you you on that as well. Uh, If we're in the mid-tier, we talked about Otani. Is there anybody else that you would actually throw <laughs> out there in the mid-tier? I mean, does a Yurkidi interest you at all coming off of a, a decent outing? You know, I don't really think we want to go tie-on at this point. No, he's been horrible. Yeah, right, he's he just horrible. hasn't been very good. Brady Singer, we're not going to go. Uh, you get Kikuchi returning, but we've talked about Detroit against mm-hmm. lefties. Like, that's been, uh, you know, basically the only thing they've done well this year uh, right. is, is hit left-handed pitching. I think it's uh, Alex Wood, John. I think I think Alex Wood is the next guy to go. Okay, I was going to ask you about the guy opposite him as well. I mean, Justin Stills been pitching pretty well. Um, yeah, I think it's both. I think like both of them are like probably the only two after Otani okay. in this like mid tier slash sure. upper value 
tier, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think they're both pretty good. The only, the only, both are actually pretty good against left-handed pitching. Um, the Giants ha- over the last month have been uh, fifth. They're they have the fifth highest OPS against left-handed pitching. Okay, with a twenty only twenty-two percent K rate. Um, Steele has been good. He doesn't really he limits a lot of damage. Wood, on the other hand, has I think finally found something. I think this is definitely the best stretch of his season, especially in the strikeout department. Six or more in three straight, and then four of five overall. Um, 205 ERA over his last five games. And I know he hasn't been pitching deep into games, but it's great to see the 97 pitches again after 71, 83, 84 for whatever reason, right? Uh, there was no like walks in those games. There wasn't really a lot of pits in those games either. Um, so wasn't exactly sure why um, he really wasn't pitching deep into games, but whatever. 97 pitches last time against the Dodgers is good to see. Uh, and the Cubs over the last month against lefties, Yes, 11th in OPS, that's solid, 27% K rate. And again, we have to pay attention to the news. Like, any of these Cubs could be traded at any moment's notice. So, um, in the blink of an eye, Wilson Contreras could be gone, right. Ian Hatt could be gone, and then their lineup consists of Seiya Suzuki and Rafael Ortega, you know? so And Morel. Um, and Chris Morel, who's going to still hit ninth regardless. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I like... I like Alex Wood here. Uh, I think the strikeout upside has been nice to see, and and I agree on Justin Steele because um, he really has limited damage quite quite well yeah. um, in recent in recent starts. I mean, all year really. Yeah. Uh, for value, the only guy I would throw out there is Cutter Crawford. Only uh, one. Yep. Agreed. He's he's pitched really well. The unfortunate thing, and we've talked about this, uh, the Red Sox starters don't win baseball <laughs> games. So. Um, it we need be, strikeouts. It would be we great. Yeah, and of the Red Sox rookie pitchers, he's actually been the better strikeout pitcher mm-hmm. so far. Um, you know, you look at his recent starts; he's been around a strikeout per inning against teams at twenty-seven percent this year yeah. overall. Yeah, so he's he's been a pretty strong strikeout guy. Um, you know, Cleveland not a strikeout team though. We've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might even have. Do they still have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball? Um, well, in against right-handed pitching, against right-handed pitching, just in July, they're 29th. Yeah, so seventeen point seven. You know who's last, Sean? Your your second favorite team, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, the two that didn't <laughs> work for me yesterday. So, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, to hear. So I'm looking at Crawford at 6100. Uh, is like my only is my guy there. Maybe a better Fanduel play. Um, I don't know what its price is on FanDuel today, but um, you know, quality starts and back-to-back outings. So, I would, you know, I would. Is that like? Do you think that's like? I mean, if you're not going to get the win, yeah. Well, is it risky because on FanDuel, it's he's your only starter? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like instead of like giving like Cutter Crawford seventy-one hundred on FanDuel, and it's not like Otani's eleven-one, so that's obviously a stark difference. Yeah, it wouldn't make it, you're and... right. it wouldn't make much sense to play Carter Crawford here on FanDuel. Um, he peaked at 46 fantasy points against Tampa Bay. Um, he got the win in that game. Didn't actually get the quality start. Um, you know, we had 36 fantasy points against Seattle, 30 against the Yankees uh, without a win or a quality start there. But it's well, not 30, a terrible idea. 31 but... and 25. I mean, yeah. if he gets the win, you add another four points to that. 35 fantasy points. 
29 fantasy points. Um, you know, you, I mean, like, you'd have to go, you're really, you're spending, you're spending down at Carter Crawford because you're spending up full course. Right. Right. Which on FanDuel, they're extreme. All of them are extremely expensive. Yeah. Agreed. So if you're, if you're one, if you're trying to jam cores in Cutter Crawford on FanDuel is not, not a bad idea, but like if you are in that mid tier steel and wood, 84, 83 respectively, probably feel, feels a little better, I guess. I mean, yeah, it probably feels a little better. Yep. All right. Let's go on over to the catcher position. Eight game slate here. Kirk is the top price guy. Uh, Will, Will Smith will but be doesn't the want to be owned. called Will Smith is in second. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't hear. He wants. No. To, he wants to like change his name. Is he? Is he? I mean, we did. Is this crazy? Is this coincidental? Did he hear the podcast? We were talking about this just the other day. Yeah. Is he gonna be William? No. Willie? Is he gonna no, go Bill? No. He he <laughs> wants to be called. Um. What is it? What? It was it was like his he, the, his like family calls him like something else, um, and he wants to like change his name to like what his middle name is like W D Smith or something like that, because his 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 name is William Dill Smith and apparently people call him W D. W D. Now he needs to change. This will not be complete unless he changes his name to forty or his number to forty. <laughs> would that not be the greatest cha- name change like arc of all time if he changed his number to 40 and just became WD40 that would be pretty interesting I mean I'm gonna tweet at him right now yeah this is what this is what uh this is what uh, one of our our fantasy line members there uh, Ed Rouse told me so uh if there's validity to it then then I'm happy for it uh, I, I you know I, I didn't like go in depth in the search, but he said he was watching the Dodgers game the other day, and during the broadcast they said that he, uh, you know, he wants to go by he gets called WD apparently. Anyways, distraction from the topic at hand. We're looking at some catchers to play today. Yeah, WD forty. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going Eric right Haas now. against Lefty again. Yeah, yeah, true. Where else are you going? Um, Do you play Melendez in Yankee Stadium? Uh, you can. I mean, hits in seven straight. Still hitting the top Tyon, of the order. Tyon sucks. Yeah, they're still hitting the top of the order. Um, yeah, I think that's in play. It's a good one. What's his price? He's forty nine. Jeez. Yeah, he's up there. I mean, again, Haas at 43 is the sweet spot. They even bumped yep. Elias Diaz, 4,200. He's hitting 420 sure. over his last 10. And he, hits, and he hits lefties. And he hits lefties really well. But, I mean, Anderson's a better pitcher than what Kikuchi is, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Haas and Diaz are probably the two names that I'm interested in most. Yep, I'm with you. Um, first base. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay, well then, where are you going? I'm just looking, looking if there's value. You know, you know, there's you no value. Austin, you mentioned Austin Hedges yesterday. He went 0 for two. You yeah, know, lefty Jan Gomes, 
$2,200? All right. Yeah, Young could be a guy, especially if Contreras finds himself moved or sat or whatever. He- Double he doubled on the other day, Jan Gomes. Yeah, no, listen, we're big Jan Gomes guys against lefties. You're right. That was a good call, good pickup. I was too, too, too hasty to move to the next position. Uh, but twenty two hundred <laughs> Jan Gomes probably going to hit the middle of the lineup. Probably a really good play. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you. I think that, I think that's, that's it. it. I think that's I think you're right. I think that's it though. Yeah. All right. First base guys at the top are pretty clear. Freeman, yeah. Vladdy, Crone, Rizzo. Uh, that's your top four. Uh, Freeman and Vladdy are over 5K. Cronin and Rizzo are 4,900 each. I'd play all four of them. I think Freeman's your chalk. So how do you rank them? Freeman's your chalk. Crone is the pivot. Um, Vladdy is the contrarian play, I think. I know it's a good spot, but the let the Blue Jays let everyone down yesterday. Except Vladdy. I guess he stole the base, which was weird. But, uh... Um, and then Rizzo is just like not going to be owned at all. So, and we know how well he hits a Yankee Stadium, eight seventy two OPS. The the splits, I guess, have come pretty much like they're pretty much the same now, <laughs> which is really random because he was so bad on the road and so good at home to start the year. But yeah, Rizzo's your ultra contrarian play. I think Freeman and Corona are your, the two you want to look to in cash. I'm with you there. Um, where are we going to the mid-tier? Uh, I think Reese Hoskins could be interesting. I think the Phillies in general could be interesting. Zach Thompson is not good at baseball. Um, same with Derek Hall. I think you could play either of those guys. If you want to play the lefty Hall instead of Hoskins, he'll probably be lower owned. Josh Naylor, I mean, we say him, we mention this guy every slate, but he homered again yesterday. Yep. Um, gonna keep mentioning him because he gets a right-handed pitcher on the mound darren ruff gets a lefty if you dip it into to the value tier um so i i you know i play darren ruff against lefties he's been very good against lefties all year and then uh if you do want to go that royal stack um interesting how they trade benintendi to the yankees and then they play the yankees yeah this next day um but maybe they want to show it to their uh to their boy uh, Hunter Dozier against Tyone again. Tyone's been quite bad lately, so I'm with you there. Those are those are all options that I'm I'm peeking at as well. Uh, I'm trying to see though. Is there's anybody else? I don't yeah, think Nick so. Nick Prado. So I, I looked at him. You think so? Yeah. He's a power. He's a he's an interesting like power bat okay. at first. He's one of the Royals' top prospects in their system. So yeah, they're just um, giving guys opportunity, right? So, yeah. Yep, and with Pasquatino like potentially out again, I think Prado's fine. Okay, that's fine. Uh, second base position. Like I know LeMay, he's been good, but fifty three hundred. Just... Yeah, it's, and even Gliber's five K. You can play the cores lefty narrative with Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merrifield forty three maybe. Yeah, that's a good one. Right. He's been good, and he like a, he had like been good. Floor guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilmer, Wilmer homered against lefty the other day. Uh, in a, a, uh, I kind of like that. The uh, Giants are fifth in OPS against lefties yeah. in the month of July. They're heating up. Yeah, I listen. I, we've talked about Cutter Crawford, but if you're not playing him, uh, Jimenez at 3,800 feels like a free square. Yeah, uh, 375 and 1,100 OPS over his last 10. 
Yeah, well, so, yeah. he keeps hitting, and they keep lowering his price. Yeah, and we're not <laughs> expecting Crawford to throw a shutout here either. Right? No. So, like, no. you know, there's a, you know, it's a, that's a really good number for him. Uh, Espinal mm-hmm. against a lefty at 3,400. Uh, I know he keeps on going up and down, but uh, a couple days ago, did have a hit in our RBI. So, yep. Um, definitely something to throw into the mix there. Anybody I actually else? think second is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I couple guys, uh, Thyra Shada, I know second, third, or second and short eligibility. Um, he stole a base yesterday. He has an 800-plus OPS against lefties on the year. Gavin Lux is a cheap way to get exposure to the course game. He's hitting 300 with a 980 OPS over his last 10 games. Um, three multi-hit games over his last four. I mean, I don't want to, like, play the Angels that much, but Luis Rangifo continues to hit in the middle of their order for whatever reason, but he has hit 359 over his last 10 games. Another guy with multi-position eligibility. And then the last name I'll mention, if uh, if you're stacking Phillies, which I think is not a bad decision, uh, Bryson Stott, second shortstop eligibility, 286 average, uh, Thousand OPS, three home runs over his last ten games, seven extra base hits over that span. So, yeah, um, Bryson Spot has Bryson Stott has some pop. I think second base has a lot of value, especially, and I think that's good. All of them have multi position eligibility, and just you know, furthermore proves you can spend up on Wheeler and Otani tonight. Yep, I'm with you there. Um, over at third, uh, Ramirez at the top. If you want to go there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turner, we thought Turner might have landed up, was going to go in the IL. But <laughs> it didn't end up happening. Um, so you got him at $4,500 here, um, which probably is going to be a chalky play because they're in cores. Yeah. Um, at that price point, for sure. Um, you know, we talk about Chapman always. He's he's like the guy you don't play in this Blue <laughs> Jays lineup. He's on and he, fire right now. He's, yeah, he's seriously. It's 4K for Chapman feels like a really good number. Uh, to throw out there. Uh, Wisdom tends to hit lefties pretty well. Uh, you have Muncy at 3,800 if you're not going to go the Turner route. I know Muncy has been absolutely downright dreadful this year. Yep. Um, you know, but if you're just playing the, the narrative, uh, um, you can go there. Alec Bohm has been raking. Raking. Like uh, 472 over the last 10 games. <laughs> at a th- Zero power. Zero power. but Zero power, but 1,000 OPS. Like, yeah. he's just... Yep hits right he's got 10 mm-hmm. hits over the last four games that's so, <laughs> true um no zach thompson isn't anything special so um definitely a guy that i think if you want to save some money uh and then we'll go with me detroit guys listen we, yep. we tied a candelaria the other day he's got three homers in three games yep. right look at those eight hits in the last three games uh now he gets another lefty in kikuchi i'm i'm in on on detroit here um we're about to talk about baez uh in a moment so uh, yeah, listen, I think Haas, Candelario, Detroit stack on an eight-game slate could be uh, interesting. Uh, in Toronto as well, which is kind of a better hitter's park. So, Yeah, I guess we'll also learn if any, make sure everyone's uh, vaccinated too because we haven't heard anything about Detroit. So obviously keep that on our radar, right? That is true. Um, that is true. I feel like that, um, that information would have come up by now, but maybe probably, not. Probably. probably. Um, it maybe it only came out like for St. Louis early because it was so high profile. Yeah, like it was Goldschmidt and Arenado. Um, so just something to consider, right? Just keep that in mind. Um, but I fully agree. Candelario is on a different planet right now. Yep. 
Uh, all right, shortstop, we got uh, five guys over 5K. Wits day-to-day. Seager's at 52. Xander's at 52. Rosario's at 52. Bichette's at 53. And Trey Turner is your top price guy at $5,600. <sighs> I feel like we don't have to go here um, because we have Baez at 42. Yep. And we have Jose and... Iglesias against the lefty in Coors. Yeah, and we have Jose Iglesias at 43. And we have all those... Um, multi-positional guys like Stott, yeah. Rangifo, Estrada. Um, I guess if you're, I mean, we know Turner's going to be popular, especially in cash because it's course and it's yeah. Jose Arena. Um, Bichette, it's been a disappointing year. I think that's fair to say. He was a top five pick in fantasy mm-hmm. pretty much this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're both okay not paying 5200 for Ahmed Rosario despite him being good. I mean, he has three multi-hit games in his last four. Only one of those games over eight fantasy points. So, like, upside isn't great. We talked about it with Xander. He's been great, but he's not hitting for any power. Not stealing bases. Just having a good old year, just, right? Just like, playing just... solid baseball. <laughs> um, but I'm not paying 5200 for solid baseball. And uh, Seager, you know, is a GPP play, but, like, that's you know comes at the cost of fading otani so sure um i think we're gonna live in the tier below 5k and if bobby witt's playing by the way i'd probably consider witt considering he's done all of his damage this year against right-handed pitching yeah and he's he's, i mean before the injury obviously 359 16 ops the last 10 so uh starting to hit up pretty well so Uh, i'm with you all right outfield uh you got aaron judge's 38 home runs (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Jordan Alvarez uh, in his 327,000 OPS stat line homered again uh, yesterday because uh, the man is just an absolute beast. Even though they got swept by Oakland. Yeah, that was also a bit surprising there. Um, but they're good pitching out there too. So um, Not Verlander, but you know they had, uh, they had some strong pitching there. Uh, Springer gets a lefty. He's been hitting well. He had a grand slam the other day. Uh, we, we're just going to say all Blue Jays outfielders in play here against a lefty. Mm-hmm. So um, yep. probably your top stat. Maybe this is like a sneaky game stack. What do you think? Detroit-Toronto. Or yeah, maybe not be. sneaky. Sneaky from the Detroit side, but Toronto. Well, we always say Toronto is going to be chalky, and they never are. They were last night on a five-game slate, and they scored one run. So you know what's going to happen. Nobody's going to play bias. today. Recency yeah. bias, nobody plays them. Yeah. Yep. So Springer's at 55. You have Urania against Mookie Betts, 5,500 for that's, Betts. And yeah, Coors. that's shock. That's uh, shock. Betts, we know, generally better against right-handed pitching um, the last couple of years, so for sure. Uh, Matt Carpenter, if he's in a lineup tonight, at home against Yankee Stadium. I mean, in Yankee Stadium at home. I mean, Hasn't homered in three games. I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, guy who has homered is uh, Julio <laughs> Rodriguez in two uh, straight think the wrist. Think the wrist is okay, John? Or? He's okay. Okay. Uh, imagine, remember people wanted to send him down to AAA after the first, like, two weeks? Uh, True. Big mistake. Uh, so, yeah, listen, all those guys, 5K and above, they're going to be available in your lineup. You know, Chris Bryant at 5K against the lefty at home. Uh, if you want to go in that love direction, that. you certainly yep, can. Um, let's see. Who else do we like? You mentioned Schwarber. Te- yeah, Teoscar at 46. Schwarber is a, a big GPP guy. No, 100% GPPs, but I'm, I'm like, really in on Philly today, so just okay. throw out Schwarber. 
Um, let's see. Biceps, Benny, Benny Benatendi, if he's in the lineup. I'm not, I will not, I will not call him that, but, um, I mean, you don't don't think he's going to want to put one over that right field wall against his former team. I will be calling Benny Blanco. That's what I'm calling him. That's fine. He, he might, you know what? I'm going to jump the line. He's my home run call tonight. Assuming he's in the lineup. (laughs) Against his old team. Against his old team. First first game yeah it's you we do you see this he is so look at his page he's listed on the royals facing tyone but if you click him he's listed on the yankees wait is he so so they have my page doesn't show him that refresh mine shows him on the yankees against singer oh mine shows him against tyone yeah well that's funny yeah uh taylor ward against spencer howard at 4k yeah, I. See, I know he's been the, sucking. I know, but like, no, the, no. The problem is today. Like, if you wanted to stack angels, you can't because you can't use Otani. It's true, which stinks because they should give you the option like seasonal leagues where you can play him as a pitcher, or you can yeah, play him as a hitter. I agree. It's just depre- Like playing angels feels so like. Uh, yeah, I mentioned Rangifo, but like Rangifo Ward stacks like don't really get. Yeah, you know, that's you true. Know? Walsh has been terrible, but he's twenty nine hundred. So I mean. True. Yeah, think, uh, he has been. He has been. He's been dead, not not good. Bad. Um. Let's see. Winker maybe at thirty seven. Yeah, maybe he slowed down. I I was looking at Urquidy's numbers. He has been so lucky this year, and they also put him on the trade block today. Yeah. Um. So maybe he, he's he's had feel- big splits too. No, hasn't he struggled at home? He struggles like against everybody though. The numbers uh, so are he's weird. actually way better at home. Bat horrible away. Four eighty three ERA away, two sixty three at home. Uh but yeah, against Seattle, four starts, sixteen runs and in nineteen innings. So Oof. Yep. Yeah. Maybe some winker, yeah. Maybe some winker. Yeah, some winker, Julio, Eugenio, like JB Crawford was cheap. Like let's you know, some Seattle guys could could be uh maybe flying under the radar there a bit. Um, Kyle Lewis too, thirty three hundred. Yeah. I like that call. See, um, Grossman against the lefty. Yep, he'll hit third. Weird. If he's not traded, uh, another prime tra- uh, big time trade candidate. By the way, so yeah, you have to start watching out for those. It's true, we're getting close. Anybody um, else? Uh, yeah, Garrett Hampson, twenty seven hundred dollars. Sure, he's been in the lineup the a lot. Hey, um, righty lefty Nolan Jones. I mentioned yesterday, uh, three hits, two doubles. For the Guardians. Um, Jonathan Daza finally homered. Jonathan Daza homered? Holy A couple games ago. Um, He only hits lefties well. So, Jonathan Daza. um, And then the... um, So, Jake Lamb, 2100, if he's in the lineup for the Dodgers. They, like, hit him fifth for whatever reason. I don't know why, but, you know, who am I to, like, stop them from doing so? Austin Slater hits lefties and generally hits at the top of the lineup when... They face a lefty, and it keeps saying it. Your mean Mar- Mercedes, two K. Yeah, He's still and, outfield eligible. I know gets, he has to be great, and, but and gets the lefty. So and gets the lefty. So I think, uh, you know, I'm back on the Giants again because I'm always playing Giants against lefties. I'm trying to look at Detroit. Willie Castro, no. Akil Badu's been called up, but he stinks against lefties. Yeah, I guess uh, probably no one else. Matt Verling. John, I've seen I've seen him lead off a couple times for the Phillies. Yeah. Um, 
which is weird. Odubel Herrera stole a couple bases the other day. I'm going to play Odubel Herrera. 308 over the last 10. Two two stolen bases yesterday. <laughs> Not the other day. It was yesterday. Shout out to Odubel Herrera. Still kicking around. All right, so that's our outfield. I've already called Andrew Benatendi for my home run call. He's in the lineup. Uh, who's your home run call? Uh, it's the season, John. It's J-Rod season. Okay. I'm going to go J-Rod against Rikidi. All right. I like that call. Uh, if ben, if Benatendi's not playing today, I'll go with... Um, I will go with... I'll go Javi Baez. Yeah, it's a good one. All righty. That's it. That's the playbook. Are you on the playbook today? You on the playbook? I am. All right. Yep, James on the playbook. We'll be in the Discord. We'll catch you guys later.